Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this episode of The Formula. I am Trevor Carlson, and I'm excited to share my experiences, experiments, and interviews with amazing people all around designing a fulfilling life. This episode is part two of the series with about Viktor Frankl's book, Man's Search for Meaning, and the lessons that I learned from it that I've been able to apply to my life. If you haven't listened to the first part of the episode, check out the show notes for a link to that, and listen to that before you check out part two. Now, before we jump into the show, let's hear a quick word about our sponsors. All right, all right, all right. Let's give a quick shout out to our first sponsor of this week's episode, Lady Boss. Lady Boss is a women's health company that provides workout plans, supplements, all kinds of stuff to help women really live more healthy, at least physically better lives. And it was founded by Kaylin Poulin. Hopefully she'll be a guest of the show here sometime soon. Head on over to the formulapodcast.com and click on the sponsored products page if Lady Boss products sound like something that would be interesting for you. Our next sponsor is Liquid Web. Now, if you're looking to launch some type of e-commerce store, drop shipping, whatever it is, you know, maybe you've listened to the episodes with Adrian, Ketsu, or all three of us, we're talking about our different e-commerce ventures that we've gotten into. Liquid Web has these pre-made solutions just for you guys. So they were also nice enough to hook up Formula Podcast listeners with 33% off all their products. So if you type in Formula 33 on the checkout page, you're going to get 33% off whatever you decide to pick up over at liquidweb.com. Now let's get on to the show. So let's dive right back into where we left off. Lesson number eight. He who knows his why for his existence will be able to bear almost any how. Now, for me, that means that if you know why you are doing something, so I'll use my podcast as an example. So the purpose behind my podcast is to discover and figure out how people who I look up to, people who I want to learn from, people who have done something that I would also like to accomplish, figuring out how they've been able to do it and what's really pushed them to that point has really become the why for the show. Now, there's been things that have come up where it's been expensive to produce the show at certain points in time. We've had turnover with different roles within the show production. And these aren't really difficult things when you compare that to what Viktor Frankl is writing about, you know, being in a Jewish internment camp or concentration camp, different problems, but I'm trying to apply the lesson to a normal situation. So when those things come up, somebody just had to resign the other day because they were having to step away from work for a while due to having to take care of a relative that had a car accident. And, you know, I was very supportive. I really hope that they can get back on their feet. And I would love to have them back working for me again someday. But if I didn't have a why, right, like I didn't know my why for building the show or for continuing, I could very easily get down and just want to quick be like, oh man, I just had to let someone go before a couple weeks ago. And then now this person that I was really counting on had to resign. So now I'm down two people. This is really hard. I'm having to do more work myself. All of a sudden it becomes really easy to complain and find a reason to quit. But if I look at it as I'm on this journey where I am trying to figure these things out. I don't have the answers, but I want to find them. And things are going to pop up in my way and I'm going to have to figure out how to work around them. It becomes a lot easier to overcome these obstacles and to continue pushing forward when I know what my why is. So ask yourself what your why is, why you continue to do what you do, or maybe you don't know your why and you need to sit down, take some time, go for a walk, sit down with a notebook somewhere and figure out what that is. Lesson number nine, live as if you did it wrong the first time. I absolutely love this idea. If we sat down, let's say, you know, you're writing what's going to happen over the course of your life. 
and you've lived it out already and you did it all wrong. What would you do differently now? Knowing that the choices you're about to make are wrong and they lead you to a place where you don't want to go, what would you do if you did it wrong the first time? Would you take that risk, leave your job earlier, launch the podcast, start writing more? Would you draw more? Would you take a risk and move to a new city? Would you start a new relationship? Would you end an old one? I just love thinking about things like this. There's a book, I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's by Steve Cam, and he talks about this concept of one life left. So in a video game, you have one life left. What do you do? You're a lot more careful. You are more protective of that life. You're more intentional. So because you know, if you die, you have to go back to the beginning or the game is over. And that lesson, I think, could be applied to our lives on a daily basis. So if you have one life left, and you saw how it played out last time when you went down this path, how would you do things differently now? I know I keep reiterating on that, but it's so important. So maybe pause the episode if that sounds like something that relates to you and take some time just to think about that. Lesson number 10, the true meaning of life is to be discovered by experiencing the world. I can look back and think of a few conversations where people have said, you know, I just don't know what I want to do with my life. I could do this or I could do this. And then there isn't really much done in either direction to try them out. So what this quote really says to me or this point is that you're not going to find an answer just by sitting around thinking about it. You need to try. You need to throw yourself into one of your options and see what happens. You might find out that that option, you absolutely hate it and it's not a good fit for you, but that means that this other one, you can go and try that and take whatever you learned from trying the first one to the second thing. And maybe that's not a fit either, but you will never know until you try. I follow some people that want to be musicians or DJs, make beats. So these guys are a great example of people who are putting themselves out there. You know, they're putting their beats out on Instagram. They are seeing if they're any good at this. They're seeing if it's something they enjoy doing and they're putting things out consistently. Now, they might find out that they don't want to be a DJ. It's not for them, but at least they're trying and they're learning and they can find out and then move on to the next thing or continue down that path. This is something I think about all the time. I've tried so many things. And I have been ridiculed over and over for how many things that I've tried. But I have a very, very solid understanding of what I like and what I don't like and which directions are going to work for me and which ones aren't. So really, you have to try, you have to go out and discover and experience things in order to, or I should say, we have to continue to discover and experience these things in order to figure out what life is going to mean for us. What is that fulfilling life for you and I? It's not discovered by sitting down and stressing about it. You have to go out and live it a bit. (laughs) I've been there. I've sat and watched Netflix. I've played video games. You know, I've done all kinds of stuff to avoid making decisions and to trying things. But let me tell you that once you start falling down, trying stuff, like I've done so many things that I've made a fool of myself. I don't think I've really gotten hurt, but I've done salsa dancing, swing dancing. I've tried Muay Thai. I've worked in different industries. I've done online marketing, sales, more things than I can even count, but it's really given me a path to move forward. I would really encourage you if there's a decision that you're sitting on right now, you know, you're not sure which path to take. I would say just flip a coin and try one out, even if it's for a day, a week, a month. Just give it a shot. See how it feels. Take a step back. Analyze it. Ask yourself if you want to continue. Make it a small experiment and then move forward based on what you learn. Lesson number 11, how to discover the meaning of life. In the last point, we talked a bit about the true meaning of life is to be discovered by experiencing the world. In this part, Viktor Frankl breaks down two specific ways to discover the meaning of your life. And the first one is creating a work or doing a deed. 
So creating a work could mean writing a book, painting a picture, recording a podcast, making a movie, making a documentary. Doing a deed could be volunteering. It could be doing something kind for someone with no expectations of anything in return. That means I don't expect them to feel good about this. I don't expect them to give me any money. I don't expect anything to happen other than I'm just doing something kind. Number two would be by experiencing something or encountering someone. So by experiencing something, that could mean going to a foreign country that you've never been to before, maybe by yourself, seeing what it's like. And in doing so, maybe you'll encounter some new people that are able to open up your eyes as to what the rest of the world is like or what's possible. You never really know what's going to happen once you put yourself out there. I really like these points because he's encouraging people to continue to do something, take some action. And it's not necessarily a selfish thing, like go buy yourself something new. It's about experiences. It's about giving back. And it's about creating something that maybe could have an impact on the world. You never really know until you make it. As we approach these situations where, you know, maybe it's, I call it the quarter life crisis or the the midlife crisis. I haven't had a midlife crisis yet because I'm not old enough. So I'm just going off of what I've heard. Instead of sitting around and pondering what the meaning of life is, can we take some of these recommendations from Dr. Frankel from the things he experienced in his life at these concentration camps and apply them to our situation? So, you know, when we do go through that crisis, that existential crisis or whatever it is, can we start creating something? Can we find someone who just needs a helping hand? Can we go on a solo trip? Maybe it's just going camping by yourself for the weekend in the local park. Can you go to someplace new or maybe you have the opportunity to meet a new person that you didn't have the opportunity to interact with yet? A lot of different options here. So I'm going to do my best once another one of these moments comes up to think about which one of these I can do at that moment in time. Lesson number 12, reflect from 80 years into the future and ask yourself what decision you would have liked to have made right now. This is one of my favorites. Again, it's like, imagine yourself being like 80 years old or 90 or 100 and thinking back to this moment in time. What do you wish you would have done? Is it staying at the job you're at now and building a career there? Is it, you know, working on a new project? Maybe you want to start a construction company or maybe you want to start like a furniture company and build furniture. I don't know what it is, but if you're looking that far into the future and thinking back, what choices do you wish you would have made right now and how can we work closer? closer to making those decisions. We all have the choice, you know, we, myself included, try to find reasons or ways to not do what we're actually really deeply excited about or passionate about because sometimes it's really hard. And once we do try it, that vision that we've painted in our head, I mean, it kind of falls to pieces because we're probably not as good as we thought we were. And it's going to take us some time to actually create that. But at the same time, when I think about being 80 years old and looking back and asking myself, if I would have rather tried or not? Absolutely. Every single time I want to try, I want to give it a shot and see what happens. Maybe not everything, but the things that I'm actually excited about. So how can we approach these situations with that mindset where looking back at whatever age and thinking to this moment, what decision do we wish we would have made? Lesson 13, ridicule your fears in order to overcome them. Frankel talks about this a bit in the book where he recommends people actually lay out what they're afraid of. So maybe it's afraid of the dark, afraid of rejection, afraid of success, afraid of heights, whatever it is, 
and kind of make fun of yourself for it. Let's use being afraid of the dark as an example. Oh yeah, I'm so afraid of the dark. It's so funny, you know, it's ridiculous. I'm like a child. As you kind of like laugh at yourself, not in a detrimental way, like I am such a piece of shit because I'm afraid of the dark, but being like, oh yeah, I'm acting like a three-year-old. This is kind of a joke. Of course, I'm not a three-year-old. Something along those lines. It sounds a little ridiculous, but as you can tell, I'm kind of laughing as I'm saying it. Imagine that it's something you're actually afraid of. I'm afraid of heights a bit and especially tight spaces. And so let's use tight spaces as an example, like going through a cave. It's like, oh yeah, totally. Stuff happens all the time. People die every day crawling through these touristy caves. And saying that, it makes me feel very ridiculous for being afraid and hesitating to continue move forward. You can kind of see what happens here. It's an interesting concept. It might not work for everyone, but I wanted to share that lesson that I learned with you. Lesson number 14 and the final one. Find your purpose and joy in life through volunteering in youth organizations, adult education, volunteering in libraries, or whatever it is that helps you to discover your purpose. This is another big one. It's all action-based. It's getting out there and giving back. It's not doing things for yourself. It's doing things to contribute to society as a whole, to people that need your gifts, that need to learn what you know so they can get to where they want to go in life. And through that, you'll probably learn from them too. It'll give you a sense of direction, a sense of purpose. So the next time we find ourselves in this situation where we don't really know what we want to do with our lives or we don't know what our purpose is, why don't we just immediately jump into giving back? doing something for somebody other than ourselves that might need it a little more than we do. Man, that was a lot of fun. That's it for part two. I really enjoyed going through this with you guys. This was one of my favorite books that I've read. I probably could have done 50 things that I learned, but I tried to narrow it down to the 14 that I found to be the most useful. I feel like reading this book really changed my life and changed my perspective. It helped me to take the leap that I needed in order to get rid of my things, sell my things, and pack a bag, buy a one-way ticket to a foreign country, and just kind of see how things went. Because I know that if I was 80 years old and I look back at that moment, I know exactly what choice I would tell myself to make. Pack the bag, sell your shit, and hit the road. I hope that by sharing these lessons with you and my experiences, when that moment comes for you, you'll be able to do the same. Now, if you have an extra, I don't know, 60 seconds or so, Go ahead and head over to your podcast app, whichever one it is that you're using. Throw us a review. It helps people like you find us and listen to the show. Maybe learn a couple things. Maybe have a few laughs with us. Either way, a review uh, would be really helpful and I'm very grateful. So that's a wrap for this week's show. I'm Trevor Carlson and I look forward to you stopping by next time.